Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Lion Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Lion Star App and at, sorry, and at Lion Star MLB. Um, yeah, it's ex- <laughs> getting choked excited, up already, Bubba. That's how excited I am about a 13 game slate, folks. When you, when you talk as much as we do on podcast, Blogman, eventually it's just like <laughs> it all comes together. But uh, yeah, check them out on Twitter. You, you won't regret it. And download the app in the Google Play Store. And the Apple App Store, everything in the palm of your hands to win to build your winning DFS lineups. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick and the other voice, the chuckling, making fun of me. You here on the other side on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing? I mean, I got to be honest. Your your clip at at the beginning there is nothing compared to my day. It's been <laughs> uh, it's been a wacky one. I dumped this whole thing filled with crystal light and water. Uh, all over my desk, my computer, my cat, uh, the, already today once. And uh, just uh, I've been a bumbling idiot all day. So I'm surprised. It, it, it'll be a surprising it, day if there we get is. through this whole thing. Yep. So, I mean, it's just unbelievable. But uh, good day of baseball. I didn't get a homer, but yeah. Carlos Correa was three for four. He had a huge game. So if you got him in your lineup, he definitely paid off for you. But, uh, yeah, it's... um. Uh, a lot going on today. That's for sure. Yeah, no home runs. The uh, the Astros continue. Twelve more runs tonight. Jordan Alvarez grand slam. Uh, I said it to Bogman on another show. Is like it was a thing I started doing last year. Is you make if make multiple lines, make at least one Chiefs stack because the Chiefs just go nuts almost every week. If you do it every week, you're gonna make money by the end of the year. If you just make an Astro stack right now, you're probably gonna make money. They're just ridiculous yeah. what they're doing. And um, I paired them with a, a cheap pirate stack that I talked about. It turned out pretty, pretty good. So, yeah, um, yeah the pirates came through in a big way because Carlos Martinez, thanks for showing up, kid. Um, <laughs> he had six walks through three innings, and then in the fourth inning, uh, Reynolds went deep. It was Frazier went deep later. It was fun for the pirates. They did their thing. But overall, fun night of baseball, as usual. The, the Blue Jays went nuts, too. That was the thing. The Blue Jays and the Astros were both the two chalkiest stacks. So they went off and it made things a little rough, but that's that's the way the you know things go once in a while. <laughs> but we uh, no we sticky have, stuff. We're getting way more runs, and no the weather's heating stuff. up. Like it, it's all adding up right now, Bob. You're absolutely right. And Harold Castro came in. He's the one that gave up the grand slam to Jordan Alvarez. Been a position player pitching for Detroit, and they searched him after the inning was over to see if he had sticky stuff. Are you serious? Dead serious. I tweeted out a joke saying, "I wonder if they searched him." And then the Astros beat writer didn't tweet at me, but I saw he tweeted out like a little bit later that when Harold when Harold Castro walked towards the dugout, they stopped and looked and searched him. Uh, I just, right. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? You know, yep. what are we doing, Rob Manfred? This is what baseball is now: dressing down fifty uh, percent of your workforce every yep. time they go out to play. That is. Yeah, they showed to me. they showed a clip. It was from either Tuesday or Wednesday. I forget which day it was, but the Mets had a pitcher make his debut, and he pitched very, very good. I saw that, yeah. And they they were giving him a standing ovation as he's walking to the dugout, and the umpires stop him to search him, and the fans basically turn the ovation into booze. It was, yeah. That's where we're at now. 
Yeah, he's giving a hat tip, walking to the dugout. Like, Pull your pants down. I got to make sure you got n yeah. no pine tar in there. Give me a break, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, absurd. No, that's just, you know, that's just a, that's just a different happy stick, Blue. Don't worry about it. We're okay. <laughs> so it's like, come on, guys. I I made the joke. I said, just be glad Greg Maddox isn't pitching because he used to pitch a little more excitement than others. You've heard yeah. those jokes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Imagine if yep. uh, the ump came walking up to that search party. Good times. I mean, I, I've seen a couple of those of, uh, you know, people going through sec security line at a stadium, you know, <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. I, I know, you know, the exact one I'm yeah. talking about, the fanny pack one. Yep. Yep. You know it. So fun times. Uh, fun times. 13 game slate. 13 anyway. game slate. <laughs> I got been flustered, folks. It takes work <laughs> to do that. Like, I'm telling you, it, it, it's actually like it's 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 award worthy to get the two of us dancing around a subject without one of us Brain. using our warped brains yeah. to go the wrong direction. So 13 game slate kicking it off for you here with the New York Yankees at the Boston Red Sox. The rivalry's back. Five hour games are back. We got Domingo Herman versus Martin Perez. Oh my God. We're in Boston and the over under is 10 and a half in this one. So we got a doozy out the gate. Herman's 8,900 on DK 65 on Fandle Perez 68 and 64 stack them up Bogman. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, in a short slate, I mean, in the slate we had yesterday or whatever, where, you know, we could pick through three pitchers that yesterday, or the day before that everything's blended it was yesterday. It was yesterday. I think we yeah. need the all-star break as much as everybody does here. But uh -huh. the, uh, um, you know, the, I'm just not, I'm not going with either pitcher here. I, I, I could see the argument made on a shorter slate, not on the big slate today though. So yeah, like you said, stack them. And there's a lot of PVB data here. We haven't had any for the last two days, uh, a ton anyway, five for 12 for Bogarts against Herman with a double and a Homer four for 11 for Marwin Gonzalez against him with a double, uh, three for seven for Stanton against Perez with two homers, three for nine for Voight, who just came back up off the IL with two bombs four for 11 for DJ LeMahieu who's eating up right now with a double and a homer. And then there's ha uh, hot bats on both sides. Devers, Martinez, Renfro, Dahlbeck, Gary Sanchez can't stop hitting home runs and Aaron judge went off tonight too. So uh, everybody's expensive. It's, you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox, of course, but bats are worth paying for in this, this uh, matchup here. Yep. Starting off with the big bats one. It was funny watching the Red Sox get shut down by Michael Walker. But that's baseball in a nutshell yeah, know, for you. Um, but yeah, both these both these bats are in play. Is it the best place to go? We'll see as the slate goes on. But over under ten and a half. Perez was good to start the year. It's been getting quite shaky as it's been going on. So some of that right-handed power in that Yankees lineup could be very very nice. Not to mention the Red Sox, as you uh, stated earlier. And there is value with the Yankees, like we talk about from time to time with your Shoa and Torres and company. So check them out. And the Jays are going to be chalk again. On Friday, Baltimore <laughs> Orioles at the Toronto Blue Jays. Matt Harvey is Manoa um, appealing his suspension? Is that why he's pitching tonight? He must be. Yeah, I be. think I think this is it. I think it's over with today. Oh, oh, that's right. They moved to start back because they had K start tonight. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it was five yeah. games. He might be appealing. I'm not. I'm not 100. Yeah. Over under 10 and a half is the bottom line here. Baltimore, we're not using Harvey, but Manoa's 81 on DK, 77 on Fanduel. Um, interested in him as an SP two potentially. No, I mean, last time out was against Baltimore, and he only lasted three and a third, five earned, uh, only one walk and six strikeouts, which is nice. But it's just, I don't have enough confidence on a big slate like this to go to Manoa. So for me, it's just bats. Ryan Mountcastle, uh, two for two with two homers against Manoa. So he sees Manoa pretty well in that last matchup. 
part of the reason why Manoa got chased real early. And then there's hot bats on the Baltimore side too. Cedric Mullins, uh, Trey Mancini, Freddie Galvis, all hitting well recently. And then just, you know, Blue Jays hitters, Bo Bichette, Reese McGuire, 24 and 22, has been hitting. Vlad, of course, anytime you want to pay up for him, you can. Vigio and Teoscar Hernandez starting to warm up, but his price is coming around to 4,700 and 3,500. So, uh, you know, any bats you want to take in this game, I'm all for it. Yeah, no, Vlad's still expensive at 6,200. So he's there. The Jays are very, very live because it is Matt Harvey and that Baltimore bullpen. So stack them up if you got them. It's, it's a great spot. There's no hide in that one. Manoa's intriguing for me as an SP2 just for the fact that his good outings, no home runs. His bad outing gives up a bunch of home runs. That Baltimore start in the first two innings, he was lights out, striking everybody out. Then he had home run issues. Um, I don't know. Young kid, rhyme or reason, I don't know. I could see him absolutely dealing. I could see another ugly one. So in a tournament, he's definitely an SP2 option for me because his ceiling is huge at $8,100. There's just a lot of risk as well. So I, I'm kind of intrigued by him. And then get your Jays bats on because Mr. Harvey, the Dark Knight, not much longer for this game. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at the Tampa Bay Rays in this one. We have the wonderful Griffin Canyons 8K on DK, 73 on Fandle against Josh Fleming, 7,200 on DK. Canning's been up and down like a roller coaster ride this year. Do you have any interest in either pitcher in this one? No, I mean, look, my note on Canning is crazy inconsistent, so I'm right there with you. High K upside. So I get it. If you want to go with, with canning, I have no interest in, in Fleming at all whatsoever. So for me, this is another game that's mainly bats. More on the L.A. side, too. Otani, uh, Walsh, Fletcher, Stassi. Uh, and then on the Tampa Bay side, I mean, they're a little expensive. I don't know if I want to pay up for a Rosarina at 5500 Manny Margot still cheap at thirty-one twenty-eight. Wanders 42 and 3,000, probably getting to be. I mean, that's probably right where he should be priced. And that makes him kind of less interesting, especially going, uh, what did he go for four, three strikeouts today? So, yeah. um, you, you know, uh, probably a little less on, on him. But I don't know that I'll be taking a big bite out of this game on either side. Uh, one thing I like is if you want some value, Taylor Ward swinging it really well. He's 26 on DK, 25 on FanDuel, coming from the right side against Fleming and company. So you can go there. You got like Max Stassi. You got some nice power from the right side if you want. But yeah, not a game I'm like hardcore going after. So um, you did see the the Rays strike out eight times in six innings against Eovaldi on Thursday. So the strikeouts are there if you want to roll the dice with Canning. But yeah, I'd rather have I'd rather take the chance on Manoa than Canning. Let's put it that way. Atlanta at Cincinnati. We have Drew Smiley, my old friend, good buddy <laughs> Drew. Going up against Gutierrez, Drew Smiley, 71 and 75. Gutierrez, 73 and 71. We're just going back to the bats in Great American Small Park. Do any of the pitching interest you? Uh, I I mean, I probably have the same canning interest that I have uh, for Guti Gutierrez. Probably about the same, but no, I, I mean, especially not Smiley. I'm sticking to bats here. And uh, Castellanos, pretty good numbers against Smiley, four for 10 with three doubles. So. Uh, pretty solid, and then there's just hot bats on both sides here. Uh, Jonathan India, Tucker Barnhart, Tyler Naquin, Joey Votto. Uh, they're all kind of expensive, though, in the same deal with the Atlanta side. They're even more expensive. Ozzie Albies, who went yard tonight, 47-33. Freddie Freeman went yard. I mean, Freeman is just mm -hmm. all that expected batting average is catching up with him in Real this quick. week here. It's unbelievable. Yep. Guy is white hot, which is why he's 5,700, 3,700. Acuna is crazy expensive 63 and 44 i'd rather just take vlad 
you know, Vlad's going to well, be cheaper. Acuna hasn't played the last two nights because he's battling a back issue. So we'll see if he even stoots up on Friday. Right. And Guillermo Heredia, 29 and 22. Uh, all these guys have been hitting recently. So, I mean, if you want to buy any of them, great. Uh, but Freeman is the hottest for sure. Yeah, Freeman is, is the white hot. So you can definitely go there. You love Casty. He went deep on Thursday versus a lefty in that ballpark. India's swinging it well. I don't mind even Votto against a lefty. So there's a lot to like with the Reds in this one versus Drew Smiley. And also, if um, if Acuna sits again, Swanson has let off both games when Acuna sits. And he's, he's mid-3Ks on DK, and he's high twos on FanDuel. And then um, Enciarte and Adrianza have been starting, and they're basically free. So Crazy that Acuna's price goes up after he sits. You know, it's because he's it's that weird. good. That he is good, that good. Folks. Yeah, he, well, they're like, well, he got a couple days off. He's saving up all yeah, those homers for Friday. So he's yeah. recharged the battery, as they say. He's, what is the Chuck Norris? He doesn't sleep. He waits. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's why I'm the I believe it too. That's the crazy part. All right, another fun one. We already said Toronto will be chalky. Let's go to the Houston Astros at the Detroit Tiger. Framber Valdez, Willie Peralta, over under nine and a half. So the Tigers maybe get a run out of this. I don't know, but Framber Valdez ten two on DK, ten seven on Fanduel. Uh, you got to love him on this. Uh, one of the best options. That's why he's so expensive. Detroit strikes out a million times. Uh, Willie Peralta is pitching for them tonight. Uh, obviously, a hard pass on him. So, I mean, the bats are expensive, as they should be. Jose Altuve, 6,000. Brantley's 4,500. Uh, Toro is even 35 and 25. Jordan Alvarez is up to 6,000 after his grand slam. Uh, Carlos Correa, who is three for four, 5,200. Yuli Gurriel is 5,000. They're all expensive, which makes sense. So you kind of have to pick and choose here. I mean, is there one? Michael Brantley's been so hot. I think at 4,500, he might be the best option here. Yeah, him and uh, Tucker at 42. You can look at both of them. He, uh, Jordan has been worth the the price every freaking game of late. Yeah. But 6K is just tough to stomach. Like you mentioned, you have Vlad. If Acuna suits up. It's you, know, you kind of want to go to one of them for the other aspects they bring to the lineup, but Jordan's in darn good, darn darn good. So I'm, I'm there with you. But Brantley, um, I, I mentioned Tucker, Straw let off on uh, Thursday. That's because Altuve had the day off. He'll be back towards the bottom of the order. There's a ton to like, a ton to like as usual with the the Houston Astros. So stack them up and play Framber Valdez. That is one of your top pitchers <laughs> on the slate. Pretty pretty easy. I wish I had Joe piece of PS pipes. I'd sing you the Framber song, but just think <laughs> back to the good, think back to the good old days. Washington Nationals at the Miami Marlins. We have John Lester versus Pablo Lopez over under seven and a half in this one. Lester sixty seven and sixty nine. Lopez ninety three and eighty seven. Lopez usually much better at home. Bogman, are you interested in Lopez against a Washington offense that, outside of that bloodbath in Philadelphia the other day, has been rather inconsistent? Yeah, I mean, Lopez was great in his last time out, too. Uh, seven innings pitched, seven strikeouts, no walks. So, yeah, I mean, let's get in on, on Lopez today. He's a nice pivot from Valdez. If Valdez is, you know, one of the better options on this slate, Lopez is a nice cheaper pivot at 93 and 87. There's a little PVB data against him. Juan Soto is 8 for 17 with three doubles and two homers, but he has been hitting recently. So I guess maybe that's a little saving grace if you do want to play Pablo uh, two for five for Josh Bell with a double against him. And then there's some PVB against Lester on this team, obviously, too. Uh, five for 13 
with two doubles for Jesus Aguilar, nine for 32, a 281 average with a double and two homers for Adam Duvall, who has been hot. And Bertie and Sanchez Alfaro have all been hitting and maybe the hottest hitter in baseball right now. Yep. Kyle Schwarber is 4,532. You just got to get him in there. You know, uh, Trey Turner, 62 and 4,000. Jan Gomes uh, is a nice option. Carl uh, Starlin Castro, 34 and 23 is a nice cheap option that's been hitting as well. Yeah, keep keep running that Kyle Schwarber train out there. My goodness, what he's been doing. But um, also, Josh Bell is going to get an MRI on his side, so you might get some Ryan Zimmerman for cheap if if you are stacking Washington. One angle I do like though is I look for like my kind of cheaper stacks potentially, and the Marlins check that box for Johnny Lester. I wish it was in in Washington because the Miami ballpark isn't the most conducive to large offense. But you mentioned Aguilar mm-hmm. Duvall is on fire. He's one of my favorite like low price tournament plays. You got Alfaro. Chisholm went deep. He's a switch hitter. You can mix him. And then Starling Marte, of course. I'm a love. I love Starling Marte. So you can have some fun with this lineup and get a nice little stack. Even if it's a small stack, like a Marte, Duval, Aguilar stack. Get there. It's cheap. It'll help you pay for other guys elsewhere. And I know Schwarber's deepies. garbage against lefties. I understand that. But how long do we expect Lester to last here? You know what I mean? No, Schwarber's, so. facing, Schwarber's facing Lopez. You're fine. Oh, yeah, I'm dumb. Yeah, so there you yeah, go. You're good. It's you Friday for everybody, that. guys. It's Friday for everybody. Yes, we're good. It's Freaky Friday. Uh, Kansas City Royals at the Texas Rangers on this one. We got Mike Miner versus Dane Dunning over under eight on this one. Miner's 87 on DK, Dunning 64 on DK. I think both these pitchers are have arguments to be made. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Miner... I'll pivot to minor all, all the time. You guys know yeah. that. Uh, first start of the year against Texas, he went six innings pitched. Four earned, six strikeouts, two walks, but I do like him here against Texas. And Dunning, I mean, Dunning has only gone up to 16 pitch twice this year. So, you know, another guy who I probably would have liked on our three-pitcher night the other night, but I don't like him here on the big slate. So, for me, it's minor, and then Casey Batts, uh, you know, Whit Merrifield, uh, Salvi Perez, Nicky Lopez has been hitting a little bit. Carl Santana is affordable. Uh, if you want to go with Rangers bats, uh, I mean, if you want to, Eli White is hitting 3,200. Adoles Garcia is finally priced up when he stopped hitting. Uh, he's been picking it up recently. Again, yep. I think, did he go yard tonight or was that last night? Uh, they, it was last night. They went twice, okay. I think, the night before. So he's starting to get going again. Right. And then Nate Lowe, he, he did go yard today, 42 and 29. So there's some bats to be had, but I like man, minor uh, as a SP2 option and then a couple of these uh, Royals hitters. Yeah, no, I like those. I, I'm bummed. My normal, like, cheapy Ryan O'Hearn's up to 3K on DK. He's 24 on Fandle. He was always a free, like, $2,000 home run call. But uh, yeah, I like minor quite a bit. I think he's a great SP2 on this slate in this matchup. And if you, like you said, if you want to go Kansas City, you can just because. You get Dunning out of there, you get that bullpen. Texas, again, one of the worst bullpens in baseball. It's all a part of picking these stacks. That's one thing you can definitely exploit. Cleveland at Minnesota on this one. we got Cal Quantrill taking on Randy Dobnak. Yeah, <laughs> no over-under on this one. Quantrill, 62 on DK, 61 on FanDuel. Dobnak just a pitch-to-contact guy we look to stack against. But Quantrill, SP2 punt. Interesting? Uh, I mean, I'll I'll listen to your argument, but I'm not doing it. It's just Minnesota offense has just been cold right now. I don't know what it is with them. Quantrill looks better his last time out. The only concern I really have is how far does he go in the game? That, that's big. Yeah. But if you're looking for a, a mega stack, or a value, like he went five in his last start against Pittsburgh, 
Uh, got you 12 DK points. He got 13 at the time before against Baltimore. So he's not lighting the world on fire because he's not striking a lot of guys out. But $6,200, it's interesting. Not a must, but something to keep in the back of your pocket. Yeah, I mean, and there's some uh, PVB data here. Uh, you know, two for five for Donaldson if he even plays with a homer against Quantrill. But uh, Cesar Hernandez, two for six against Dobnak, two for seven for Jose Ramirez against him. And then there's uh, th- there's hitters on both sides. I mean, uh, Harold Ramirez is still cheap at thirty uh, three thousand and twenty seven. Josh Naylor, thirty four and twenty three. Eddie Rosario's been hitting a little bit, and you know the the Twins bats haven't been hitting. But anytime you want to go with Cruz or a rise. Kirilov's been hitting a little bit. Sanoa's been hot, 41 and 3,000. Uh, I get it. Yeah, I'm with you. Like Minnesota, eventually they're going to wake up. So, sure. Right. I, I want to stack Cleveland against Dobnak. Just, they've been so inconsistent, but I will have some in there because Dobnak just really not good at all. So, it, it's definitely on the board. Seattle at the Chicago White Sox. You say Kikuchi, Carlos Rodon, over under seven and a half. Kikuchi is up to 9,200 on DK, 95 on Fandle, Rodon 10-7 and 11-2. I think both these pitchers are very, very much in play tonight. Absolutely, and you know that's why they're both uh, expensive here. Uh, Kikuchi, another good pivot off of Valdez. I think Valdez is probably one of the better options, but either one of these guys. Rodon, uh, his first start of the year was against Seattle. Five innings pitched, nine strikeouts, three walks, no earned runs, so uh, he's only gotten stronger as the year goes on, too, so uh, I really like him here. Or Kikuchi, 10 of his 13 starts have been quality. His K per nine is over nine. His walk uh, per nine is under three. He's been great. So uh, I'm on either side of this, and it makes me kind of not interested in any bats here because I like both sides of the pitching. 100% agree. I want both pitchers in this one. No bats for me. Uh, Rodon is priced above Valdez, which says a lot. So it's a pretty interesting matchup there. Both pitchers in play. Pittsburgh at St. Louis. Will Crow versus Kwong Hung Kim. Over under eight and a half on this one. You got Crow at 69 and 62, Kim 76 and 68. I think I'm going back to some more bats in this game, Bogman. Yep. Let's stack it up either side. Key Brian Hayes, two for three against Kim with a double and a homer, three for six for Eric Gonzalez against Kim. Uh, and then Brian Reynolds, Adam Frazier, Jacob Stallings have all been hitting. There's more guys hitting on Pittsburgh side, surprisingly, yep. than St. Louis' side. But uh, if you want to, you know, throw a dart at Goldie, Tommy Edmond, uh, Dylan Carlson, it's cheap, 33 and 25. Uh, I'm in on any of those guys. Yeah, lots of value. The, the Cardinal or the Pirates always bring very, very nice value. Um, so, like, Reynolds is a switch hitter, mashing left and right. So don't even worry about that. You mentioned Brian Hayes, Frazier, Stallings. Just see what the lineup brings out. You might even get some more guys. Philip Evans pinch hit and went deep. He might play because the lefty's on the mound. Lots of value with Pittsburgh if you want to go that route again. And St. Louis, they got to wake up eventually, and there's a couple pe- nice pieces, as you mentioned. So, yeah, both both sides on this one. I like Pittsburgh more than St. Louis if I had to pick between the two. We head out west, the battle by the bay, Oakland Athletics, San Francisco Giants, Sean Manaya, Johnny Cueto, over under 8.5, Manaya 98 on DK, 94 on Fandle, Cueto 82 and 7,000. Manaya has been very good of late. So of the Giants offense block. Last seven starts for Sean Mania, uh 43.2 innings pitched, 1.65 ERA, 44 to 12 strikeouts to walk. So if you want to play Mania, great. But here's what I'll say. You're absolutely right about the Giants bats being hot. So with many other options, 
I'm not as into Mania as I know you expect me to be, Bubba, and everybody else probably did because I've been riding this Mania train recently. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'd rather go with Framber. I'd rather go with Pablo, uh, Pablo Lopez. You know, there. Uh, I'd rather go with Carlos Rodon. So I do like Mania, and he's definitely going to have a lower ownership than he probably should because there are other options on the slate tonight. But I just, I'm not going to do it. So uh, I definitely don't want any part of Cueto. But, uh, I mean, some of your Giants bats, I mean, Posey, four for 11 with two doubles against Manaya, three for nine with a double uh, for Crawford as well. And like you said, Flores, Yastrzemski, uh, Belt, Dubon, all hitting on your side. And there's hitters on the Oakland side too. Uh, Olsen is two for six against Cueto, both those hits being homers. Uh, Tony Kemp, Ramon Laureano, Matt Chapman, Elvis Andrews, Mark Canna have all been hitting as of recently. And, you know, some of these guys, Elvis Andrews is 33 and 21, and he's been hitting. Tony Kemp's at 34 and 23. He's been hitting. So there are some nice bats here. Yep. Both teams are very, very live. And this one's going to be warmer than usual by the Bay uh, for a night game. Both these pitchers, they've been good. So I understand if you don't want to go all in, but I wouldn't be shocked if we see some nice offense in this game. So. I think I'd rather take the uh, the A's versus Cueto in this one. But, you know, the Giants, you mentioned some of the big guys. Posey, Flores, Ruff is back. Uh, Slater likes to hit lefties. So there's some interesting options if you choose to target Mania because I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. He's been darn good of late. I'll be the first to say I've been wrong on him lately. Uh, so if you want to go contrarian with Mania, like you mentioned, he will be virtually unknown. And I could see some nice appeal there. But uh, and I don't see, like, fading the Giants too much. Arizona Diamondbacks, San Diego Padres, Corbin Martin, Chris Paddock, over under eight and a half. You have interest in either pitcher? Uh, I mean, I'll give a little love to Paddock because the Diamondbacks are so bad and Forbes' last six have been quality. So, yeah, I think he's uh, a nice SP2 option and a decent price at 88 and 85. Uh, I don't want any Diamondbacks bats. You can take any bat you want against anyone in this Diamondback staff right now. They're miserable. Uh, Machado, Cronenworth, Fernando. Uh, Will Meyer, Tommy Pham, Hassan Kim has been hitting 3,022. He's a nice cheap option. So uh, probably just a Padre stack is viable against uh, the D-backs. Yeah, Ray Cronenworth has been absolutely ridiculous of late. And I'll tell, I'll tell you this much, Boggs, because it is the Diamondbacks. I'm kind of buying into Chris Paddock for tonight. It terrifies yeah. me, but he's been pretty darn good. 27 plus DK points in his last two. He has at least 15 or more in like four, five of his last six. So at least he's giving you a floor. He's going six innings in uh, four of his last six, not giving up a ton of runs. He's got, you know, six or more K's in four straight starts. He's appealing. And all he's appealing those that all, Diamondbacks offense. Whew. The, those four where he's gone six have all been quality too. So yeah. he, he has been good. He's kind of, you know, I mean, he looked lost at the beginning yeah. of the year. His year started out like our show today started out. So yeah, uh, he go. is, uh, uh, he has gotten much, much better as we have down the stretch here. Yes, that's what we do. Better with age. Uh, so, yeah, Patrick, <laughs> I, I'm on that one. And then a Padre stack is Corbin Martin. Not, not good, folks. So, yeah, start with Jake Cronenworth. Build around that. I'm a big Cronenworth fan tonight. Last game of the evening, the Chicago Cubs at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Jake Arrieta, Tony Gonsolin, over under of nine. Arietta, we stack against. Gonsolin has been disappointing so far. Bogman, are you a believer or yeah, just putting all the bats in this one? Hard pass on pitching here. I mean, you know, Gonsolin hasn't gone more than four innings. So uh, Muncy, four for 10 against Arietta with two homers, two for seven for Bellinger, who's back up off the IL. No one's hitting for Chicago right now. I'm not really interested in them, which 
should make me interested in Gonsolin, but they've been babying him. So yep. I don't want to, especially at that price, 9,500 on DK, 6,000 on FanDuel, but you know, that's going to be your one guy on FanDuel. So pass, uh, give me, you know, some shares of, uh, Pollock, maybe at 37 and 25. It's about time for him to get hurt again though. So <laughs> that, that's interesting. Uh, 39 and 21 for Austin Barnes, Turner and Taylor are expensive, but, but you can take them if you want. Yeah, Dodgers are getting healthy, so feel free to stack your Dodgers against Jake Arrieta. I'm with you there. You mentioned Muncie Bellinger. Hopefully Betts is back. Uh, Chris Taylor is expensive as all hell, but uh, he's playing great as well. So lots and lots to like on that one. Uh, if you had to pick one or two two stacks you really like tonight, Bob, and who are your top stacks? Oh, man, there's a lot of stacks to pick from. I guess if I had to pick two, it would probably be Cincinnati versus Smiley and Toronto against Harvey. Those would be my top two. Houston against uh, Peralta, though, is pretty strong. Yeah, I had Houston, Toronto, New York, and Cincinnati written down with Miami as my cheap one. So those are the, the ones I have circled for now. We'll see how things keep going as lineups come out. I think we're on the Framber train, so we got that pretty established. Yeah. We don't mind Rodon and company. So that's pretty simple. We're good there. With all that being said, folks, if you're going to rate and review on iTunes of the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to watch me fumble my words on camera, go check out the, <laughs> the Line Star YouTube channel. That's a fun one there. Give it the old subscribe and the thumbs up. You will not regret it because there's always something at least once or twice a week where you're just like, huh, and these guys get to do this five days a week. Yep, that's <laughs> us. Uh, so check all that out. And most importantly, check out Line Star on Twitter at Line Star app and at Line Star DFS to check out the home run calls of the day. They tweet out all kinds of other great stuff. Don't get me wrong. But the home run calls of the day is what a lot of people come for. And Bogman, myself, and Humphreys will uh, pick a batter to go deep for you on Friday. And if you retweet the tweet, three retweeters will get chosen to pair up with each of us. And if one of us goes deep or any of us go deep, you win some free swag. So, Bogman, on your Friday, June 25th, who is your home run call of the day? Give me Vlad Jr. against Harvey. I think it's an easy call, easy peasy. And I see the face you're making. No. So did I did I take your guy? No? No, I was checking my list. I made a list during the podcast over here of who okay. I'm looking at. So yeah, you can go. Take take your take your Vladito. Yeah. That that's fine. That's fair. That should happen. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the uh, juggernaut that is the Houston Astros. And I'm just gonna kind of close my eyes and throw it at the dartboard. Jose Altuve. He had the day off okay. on Thursday. You had him go deep on Wednesday. That's right. After the day off, he's going deep on uh, on on Friday. So I'll take Altuve. You get Vladito. So should be fun. Boom. Hopefully Humphreys picks a hopefully Humphreys picks a winner because we're due for a three peat, like a three pack of uh, free swag coming your way. But more importantly, check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Hendrick. Big Friday slate. Big weekend ahead. Hope everybody has a fun, safe time. We'll be back with you like usual on Monday to preview the next week of MLB DFS action for you. Take it easy, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the app store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.